Shalom Aleichem, we're learning the Sicha Veschanan Gimel, a powerful Sicha about Miriam Bas Bilga. Now, the Rebbe spoke a few times about Miriam Bas Bilga throughout the years. This Sicha is based on a Fabrengen of Chaf Menachemov, Tavshin Yudalid. Then there was Vav Tishtei Tavshin Chavdalid. Then there was that's the two that formed this Sicha. Then there was Vav Tishtei Tavshin Lamed and Simchas Taira Tavshin Lamed the famous uh, Sicha where they never spoke about Bilga. But I'm just going to play a small snippet of it in just a minute. And then a few years ago, um, Taris Menachem took all these Sichas, not so much the first one, Chav Menachem of Tavshin Yedala, but the other three, and combined them into a Hadrin on Masechah Sukkah. But I want to start off uh, the Shir with the powerful. Um, powerful words of the Rebbe on Vav Tishrei Tavshin Lamed Hei. Uh, you can see the the Sicha in more extensive on the Chabad Adorg, etc. But let's uh, begin. So, uh, yeah, continue watching the Sikha, but just to hear that I were, you know, literally breaking down in tears, Lucas, Lucas, and explaining what she, what she meant. Now, there was an interesting follow-up to that Sikha. On Simchas Torah Tavshin Lamed Hey, the Rebbe explored um, the, an issue that some people had about um, about this about the Limitzchus, about the merit that the Rebbe found in uh, Miriam Basbilka. So the Rebbe goes in the Sikha and says regarding the Shtatvos to be participating in the Kinnas Torah, we spoke on Vav Tishdei. The Siam of Masechah Sukkah, and we spoke about Mishpas Bilga, etc. And there's two days in the mother why they were punished. One reason because they weren't quick enough, another one because of Miriam Bas Bilga, etc. We spoke about it. And there's some people who were wondering why I'm being Malamitzchus on Miriam Bas Bilga. 
But the the Mishnah clearly says, have you done this? And it doesn't mean that you, when you're being malamit and you're find, giving them the benefit, it's not that you're making up you know something that's not true. It's true even before you malamit even before you did you said it. But by articulating it, you're revealing the true thing. And the opposite, you see with lashon hara. Like we know that it says in Sifrei Musa, the Lashon Hara kills three people. The people who sp- speaks, the person who hears it, and the person they're talking about. Now, what did the guy do wrong that they're talking about him? Why does he deserve a punishment? And the answer is because the Lashon Hara is not that you're saying a lie. That's Maitzi Shemra. Lashon Hara is the truth. And it accomplishes something negative because now it was exposed into the world. Till now it was secret. Now it's being exposed. And you wouldn't necessarily get punished. Now you brought it out. So in the positive, you also see the same thing. And regarding the limit tzchus, there's a story at Al-Tadeba. This is where things got really unusual. Deba shared a story at Al-Tadeba that's printed in one of the bichlach that came recently. There's a story at Al-Tadeba that even though who can compare themselves to Al-Tadeba, but after he opened the door, um, then it's open for everybody. As we know, the Baal Shem Tev said that one time the Beis Yosef was really struggling to answer something, and then he saw somebody else was able to figure it out easily. So he was very upset. I put so much effort. And Arizal, who was his teacher, by the way, said that you struggle to bring it into the world, but what's in the, what's, once it, this idea is in the world, even a simple person could pick it up. So Rebbe says, based on this, we heard the story of Al-Tadeba, that one time Al-Tadeba was sitting with Yechide Skulas, special chassidim, and they brought in front of him somebody who had a spirit, a dibuk, etc. And the Altadeva started talking about the Yidden who killed Zechariah Hanavi. This was during bias vision. And it says on the Pasuk, How could a Kayan be killed in Mikdash Hashem? Now, the Altadeva asked, uh, the Al said that the people who killed Zechariah were Tzadikim, which is not the way the narrative always was. And why did they kill him? Because we know that when it comes to saying a prophecy, there's a difference if the Navi says it or if he doesn't say it. Before he says it, it's possible to change. But after he says it, it could change. It cannot change. He brought it into the world. And they knew that Tzchariah Navi is going to come and say a Navua that the base of is going to be destroyed. And in order that this Navua doesn't come to fulfillment, they gave themselves over to kill him so that the Navua will not come into words. So that it, it could then, you know, hopefully not materialize. Now, this happened in front of people in Beis Hashem, etc., and therefore they killed him. Says the Al-Tadeba, then the question is, on the Zechariah Navi itself, he knew that not every prophecy has to be said, that the prophecy that's not said won't materialize. Why did he want to say it? Now, if you're going to say the reason he wanted to say it is because otherwise he would be high of Misa, well, those people who killed him were also going to get Misa for killing him, and they had Messias Nebesh. Why wouldn't he have Messias Nebesh? It's not that the Al Tadeb turned the question on the Zechariah Navi. And he said, the Al Tadeb explained that because Zechariah was a Navi, and he had a Tzivri from Hashem, and a Navi doesn't have a Messias for itself, a Navi does what Hashem tells him. So therefore, he can't sit there using logic and starting and using his own thing. Why, why to not say Nebuas? But these people were not a Navi. And they were Taket Sadikim, but they couldn't uh, tolerate that he would say something, but they didn't have the ultimate lack of Metzius, so they killed him. When Altad ever finished saying this, these words, the the, the Dibuk, the Ruach, went out of the people, the, this person. Altad ever said, 
that the ruach of the people who killed Zacharia was through Bederech Ibor. It's different than Dibok. It's similar in this person and not through the fact that they were Malamet Zchus, the Navi came into Bederech Ibor, in, uh, sorry, through Malamet Zchus, they fixed the ruach and now this person got rid of the ruach. So you see the mile of Limot Zchus. And then the Debra went on to talk about Miriam. And at least the people who were at this Fabling, and there was a Simchas Teder Fabling, and we know Simchas Teder Shatnish, and certain things were said at Simchas, at Simchas Teder Fablingans that never really were said elsewhere. Um, the, the, the crowd felt that the, the reason they ever brought the story is because there was something similar um, going on at the time. And that there was a Dibuk, I, I read somewhere that before Vav Tishrei that year, they never received a letter from somebody that was having uh, some kind of spirit inside of them. And that's why the Debra said this thing. But regardless, the Debra was Malamit Tzchus. And then um, I'll just finish off with showing you the when they brought it all together, the Hadron on Maseches Sukkah. So as I mentioned, they, they brought it together, which is you know very um, quite amazing. And um, here. So basically they brought this Farbenengen, in this Hadren, they brought it, uh, this came out in honor of Chapei Shvat Tavshin Samaches, and it was Vav Tishtei Tavshin Chavches, Vav Tishtei and Simchas Tavshin Tavshin Lamed Hei, and they brought it out together, and it's just a beautiful, beautiful Sicha, uh, um, that with very powerful ideas, as we learned some of the stuff that were added um, later on, and give a, the limutzchus for Miriam Basbilga, which is chances are the more famous parts of the sikhas, not the one that we learned here in the sikha, the Chaim of the Shalom.